0: Hey Stranger! I'm Jenny. I'm Annie. And welcome to Kissing Strangers.
1: From book adaptations to reality TV, we'll be covering today's depictions of romance in all of its forms.
0: Together, we'll try to find out whether the truth, sometimes really is, stranger, stranger than, than fiction. fiction. Ooh. Uh-huh. Oh, actually, you know what I should mention? Uh-huh. So, last episode, I mentioned struggling to find Lang in any kind of Lang dictionary. Uh-huh. And the reason is the subtitles actually misspelled it. So, I was recently alerted to the fact that Lang should be spelled L E N G. Uh-huh. And Lang means, according to Urban Dictionary, Lang means something super attractive. It's a leveled up version of pang, which it's okay. funny because I actually do know what pang means. It's, I believe pang is more like British slang for something that's really great, you know, really pretty, really cool, attractive, etc. But lang is like another level on top of pang. Oh, dang. Okay. So I can't even imagine what lang 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 needs. <laughs> and let's see, like truly stratospheric levels of awesome.
1: I'm not even sure I mentioned this, but I find the villa so ugly.
0: (laughs) The fact that someone walked in and went, Lang, lang, lang now is doubly (laughs) shocking. I don't know if I find it ugly so much as I find it extremely garish. Tacky. Which, you know, those aren't necessarily positive words. But, like, it's not so much that it's objectively ugly as I feel like they chose their design style 10 years ago and never changed it
1: well they did choose their design
0: style 10 years ago and never changed it (laughs) lang 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 baby (laughs) all right well welcome back to our next episode recapping week one of love island series eight Again, this is the UK season, episodes one through five. We are trying our best to make sure that we keep our episodes spoiler free for those who have not watched. So if you're not caught up and have not watched episodes one through five, we highly recommend you turn back unless you don't care. Jenny, what did you uh, think generally about week one? As people know,
1: this is my first time watching Love Island. I wasn't super interested, I would say, but as the episodes went on, I was getting slightly more invested every episode in each person's relationships with each other. And I don't know, honestly, if it weren't for this podcast, if I would truly watch every single, whatever, 50 episodes that come out.
0: I feel extremely confident and A diehard fan of the show, that we are going to convert you by the end of it. And you know what? If we don't, it doesn't matter because we're still going to keep on recording. You're going to keep watching. (laughs) I'll make it through, anyways.
1: Well, the thing is, is so I don't even know if I've truly ever gotten through fifty episodes of anything. Really?
0: Yeah. I guess now that I think about it, it seems true. Because you seem to be the kind of person who, like, just randomly, like, doesn't feel, like, in the mood to watch something. Yeah, I have this thing where I will be so into something
1: the day of. And then literally once I go to bed
0: the next day, the
1: motivation is gone.
0: Mm, your head turns a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it's not because something better came along, by the way. It's just motivation gone. I don't know. You're starting to seem like every man in this villa. Mm, that's for sure. Speaking of distractions in the villa, I guess we can talk a little bit more about the latter half of episode one that we never wrapped up. Just to give everyone a quick recap, when we last left off, our islanders were busy chatting with their new couples assigned by the viewers, and they were getting settled into the new villa. And as always, we were settling into the nighttime portion of the first day, which is always party time. Sorry, before we go into
1: that, I don't think we actually ever finished talking about the first time the couples talk with each other. I noted something different from the conversations than you did. For Luca and Paige, I noted that literally the first question, give or take, that he asks her is what her favorite sex position is. Oh, oh yeah ew gross
0: yeah i mean the thing is it is gross that it happened so early but i think i've become desensitized because the way the show works you're frequently in these challenges and every single time there's a challenge where it's like how well do you know the other person in your couple the question always comes up (laughs) what is your you know what is your partner's favorite sex position always and oftentimes it's like day one day three like very early on i remember this because he got it wrong (laughs) yeah so for that reason i didn't find it actually like that unusual for him to ask it was still like really cringy but i was just like within the context of the show it's actually like not that wild that's why it like didn't actually like offend me as much as i think it typically would So, Jenny, I know you had something interesting to say about what happened in the villa as night descends. I just think it's really
1: weird that all throughout the day, they're usually all dressed down, whatever, just chilling by the pool. But every single night, they have to put in all this effort to dress up, to, quote unquote, go out in the villa and then party it up and dance together in this very spacious square. I just thought it was kind of weird behavior. And also the fact that they have to do that every day must be exhausting in terms of getting ready and the amount of outfits they have
0: to bring. I do think it's really funny that you brought this up because I think I've been like so, again, desensitized to the oddity of this. On some level, it just feels like a convention of the show that I don't think about. On another, I'm also kind of like, that is what happens on beach vacations. You know, you spend your day kind of laying out. And then... At night, you probably get ready to go out. I don't think it's that wild that they want to look nice for the evening event. Right. It's not as if, like, the point is they don't know what each other look like. I actually think it's kind of refreshing that they're seeing each other kind of undone throughout the day, whereas a lot of reality TV dating shows, you only see each other, like, very done up and ready for the date. I assume,
1: well, other than the fact that it's probably required from the show standpoint, I get that they're not really necessarily doing it for the guys or anything like that, because I'm sure they also like getting dressed up too. I did remember seeing a YouTube video about how being a participant in one of these kind of reality shows is really expensive
0: from the girl side because of the
1: number of outfits and stuff they have to invest in. So...
0: I think that's probably true. I would imagine whatever you saw might have had to do with The Bachelor because there's been a lot more content on the economics of participating as a contestant compared Mm. to Love Island. And I think what I would say to that is, yes, and it is troubling. However, these contestants, when they leave, are banking on very significant fashion sponsorships. And so I feel pretty confident they're going to recoup their investment in that sense. And it's less concerning in that regard. And I think also what you'll see as the season progresses is a lot of trading of outfits. So the same bikini being worn by multiple girls, sometimes the same shirt being worn by multiple guys and just kind of being passed around. Yeah,
1: it's just interesting to see. I just know I personally would find it absolutely exhausting to literally get dressed up every day. I'm already finding it very exhausting to get dressed up twice per week to show up to work. So,
0: yeah. I mean, to be fair, they're spending most of their day completely horizontal, which is my preferred. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I was like, if my days were just spent chilling on the beach,
1: no, I, I think I would go. I, I, would, I think I'd just go crazy from absolute boredom.
0: Yeah, probably. All right. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about what happens at this party. We have the classic toast to all of our new arrivals. And then we have our very first bombshell of the season, Davide, age 27. No occupation noted besides the fact that he is Italian. He's (laughs) an Italian stallion. Yes, he self-identifies as the italian stallion or greek god i guess technically he says his friends call him that but i just cannot i cannot you cannot convince me that his friends are out here calling him a greek god yeah i mean maybe prove me wrong okay
1: (laughs) i don't know um
0: let's just say the guys seem really into him I I truly don't think
1: it's beyond, for example, Luca to call him a Greek god.
0: Okay. Well, Davide says, the sexiest thing about me is my accent. He loves being single, but also being in a relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Sure. Okay. Duality. Duality.
0: All right. So, initial impression. Jenny, would your head turn?
1: Uh, No. (laughs) For what it's worth, literally everyone's obsessed with his looks.
0: <laughs> yes, everyone is obsessed with his looks. And I think what I found really comical was they have so much trouble pronouncing this guy's name. Like, I've never <laughs> seen anything like it. We've had names in here that, like, I've never heard of. But Davide, no one could say. Davide. 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 Davide.
1: Davide, that sounds
0: David, like it. Davide. Davide.
1: I would say, just looks-wise, he's just not
0: my type of guy. I really don't know yeah. how to describe it. Well, he's not my type either. Yeah. But do you know whose type he apparently is? Everyone. Everyone. Everyone in this villa thinks Davide is their type. I think most notably Gemma, who I don't think we commented all that much on her and Liam's relationship based on what we'd seen earlier that day. but. It does seem like Jemma is not particularly excited about Liam and she really is chomping at the bit. <laughs> a little horse yeah. joke for you. <laughs> <laughs> to take a ride on the Italian stallion. You know, is it too late to take that back? No, <laughs> no. I was going to say, I,
1: I wonder why Ian Sterling didn't make more force jokes. He
0: made like a couple, but there were more to be made that he deliberately seem to avoid there should have been more horse jokes i'm just saying absolutely yeah missed opportunity in my opinion all right so davide comes into great and immediate acclaim and he kicks off a game of classic classic love island fire pit truth or dare now what i find really funny about truth or dare when it gets played on love island is it's only dare (laughs) no one plays truth it's only dare yeah (laughs) Jenny what did you think about their game of dare
1: for what it's worth clearly a good way for people to get to know each other better at least from a physical touch perspective lots of sucking things like toes god I just watch these games and I just think wow this would just make me
0: so uncomfortable I don't think there's anything that could induce me to suck someone's toe. Truly. Especially a stranger's toe.
1: Uh, What did I note from this game session? I think the one thing I noted was Gemma doesn't give Liam his lap dance.
0: That makes it sound like he was entitled to a lap dance. He was not entitled
1: to a lap dance, but everyone else did everything. And she just said no. So I think Paige... Did the lap dance instead? Potentially? I don't quite remember.
0: Yeah, Paige gave him a lap dance. Gemma also kissed Davide instead of Liam when she was asked who she'd like to share a bed with, which in retrospect, that's the truth. I could not understand why
1: Gemma just kept holding on to Liam anyways, as if like just trying to be nice or
0: something. You know what I mean? Oh, well, it's early days, isn't it? Early (laughs) days uh yeah yeah whatever (laughs) that is an interesting convention of the show where i think the couples do matter in a way that you don't necessarily think they would at such an early stage people seem to feel some degree of responsibility for whoever they're in a couple with whoever they're sharing a bed with there are these weird unspoken rules of respecting them even if there's truly no relationship at this point like she hasn't known Liam for that much longer than she's known Day. and I think more broadly than that it's a feeling of wanting to be open-minded and have all of your options not put all your eggs in one basket I think at this point it's a little bit strange because it does seem like Gemma won't give Liam the time of day at all and is still clinging to him but I don't know that she has her mind fully made up at this stage Right. At least from the
1: viewer's perspective, it seems not necessarily made up on Davide, but made up on not Liam.
0: Well, Jump and Liam actually have a lot in common because I believe Liam's father is a famous rugby player. But I don't know that they know that about each other. Yeah, I'm clear if they will have ever shared that knowledge. Yeah, but anyway, uh, Liam doesn't actually seem all that annoyed by Jemma kissing Davide. However, we do find out that Davide gets to couple up with a girl the next day, which means one of these boys is going to be left single and therefore generally vulnerable, possibly vulnerable. We'll see. Right. So that leads us to day two of week one on Love Island. We start off day two pretty soon with a challenge, which is, I guess, Jenny, your first official Love Island challenge. And this challenge is anything to declare. So the premise of anything to declare is you have the boys and the girls going through TSA security. Not the sexiest premise that I could imagine, but they somehow (laughs) managed to make it sexual. And so they take turns running one of those Metal detectors over each other. Everyone has to get a butt slap. <laughs> right, right. And this is a very classic Love Island game, which is they have to read a fact and guess which islander the fact is about.
1: Right. And then
0: whoever is guessing kisses the person that they've guessed. What stood out to you, Jenny, about this particular game? Well,
1: I told you the one that one of the ones that stood out was Luca does not remember Paige's favorite
0: exposition. despite despite him asking earlier well i actually thought that was interesting because it's either he doesn't remember or he purposefully oh i see what happens in this game is luca kisses tasha which is somewhat significant because it indicates that he is interested in someone outside of his couple
1: there are other outside of couple kisses That I noted.
0: Yes, but I think this is the only one that was followed with any indication that Luca is actually interested. Especially with the girls, it seemed even less about the interest. I think that's the thing. Like, you'll notice that some people are playing to win. They're actually trying to guess who it's about. Right. And a lot of times, especially with the boys, it's more about who do I want to plant one on, you know?
1: Right. Right. Well, I noted before this game that Tasha and Luca were kind of talking to each other already, both at the end of day one and the beginning of day two. So, yeah,
0: the interest was already kind of there. Yeah, at the end of day one, right before the party starts up, there is a very interesting scene in which I believe Gemma and Tasha? Who are up on the terrace area and they discover that it's very easy to eavesdrop. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And they end up overhearing Luca and Andrew discussing the girls they think are fit. I wish I could say I was shocked. Luca believes that the hottest girls in the villa are Gemma, Tasha, and Paige. Yeah, shocker, shocker. Anyhow, I think Tasha at the very least is aware of Luca's interest. <laughs> Luca kind of seems into everyone, if you ask me. I think everyone is into everyone on some level. Yeah. How
1: are you feeling about going on the day? Just a date, you know. What? Oh my God, these games are so comedy. Cool, oh my God. Kind of going back to your note of the most notable thing that happened in the TSA game, which was Luca and Tasha kissing. They, ch- they chatted before as well. I, at least I remember thinking when I watched this episode, I was like, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of shipped them a little. Tasha and Luca? Yeah. At least their conversations didn't feel really awkward or anything. Wow, well, the bar is high, everybody. I'm just saying, okay, I stand by the fact that most of these couples have no vibes at all.
0: So the fact that they had any, I was like, I don't know. I see potential. (laughs) I don't know that I necessarily felt that strong of a vibe, but certainly more than I'm feeling between Liam and Gemma, for example. Towards the end of this episode, we actually have our very first recoupling. Davide, shockingly, chooses Gemma, which leaves Liam single. And that means Davide will be sharing a bed with Gemma and Liam is off to bunk by himself. We close out the end of the episode with the announcement that two new bombshells are arriving in the villa. We're going to be joined by Afia, 25, who is a luxury lounge host from London. According to Afia, boys love her smile. Then we're going to be joined by Sue, who is a 27-year-old actress from Essex. Apparently, she is not here to make friends and she's ready to come into the villa and stir up some drama, have some tears, laughter, love, all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> what are we thinking? Would your head turn? Would well, my head turn for either? I like
1: Afia. Afia seems like, you know how there's like guys, 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 girls, 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 and girls, guys? <laughs>
0: Expert breakdown. Yes.
1: <laughs> the, the thing with Afia, though, is she does kind of seem like a girl's girl. Initial impression was I just felt like the guys would probably
0: be less into her than, like, for example, I would be into her, if that makes any sense. I find it really interesting that you say that. I completely agree, but I think that's extremely pertinent when you have her coming in with someone like Sue. Yes, who, who is a... Uh, Guys girl. <laughs> Sorry, I had to break my own categories yeah. down on my score for a sec. <laughs> I mean, she's definitely a guys girl. And dare I say it, she's giving me some pick me energy.
1: Yeah. Well, you know the thing now where you're not supposed to criticize pick me because pick me is criticizing pick me is pick me. <laughs> Just You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 I am excited by just the thought of someone coming in and shaking up and causing drama.
0: No, that's I entirely agree. I think overall, there haven't been as strong of personalities as I would typically expect. The grafting has been very low key, if, if it even exists. Right. And so I, I think you're right that Ekansu at least seems like she wants to ruffle some feathers. Yeah. And that's exciting.
1: Before we did move on, though, Day or whatever, the fact that they mispronounce his name so often is, like, making me confused (laughs) as to how, how to pronounce his name. One thing I, like, did want to know is that, yes, he did pair up with Gemma, but based on the conversations I saw beforehand, I also don't
0: feel like they have great vibes. Yeah, I think we will see if they last. yeah. All right. So day three, uh, we find out that Liam still very much wants to get to know Gemma because (sighs) in his view, and I guess he's not wrong about this, in his view, she didn't have a choice but to recouple with Davide. Why did I now hesitate to say because (laughs) (laughs) it's not your fault. It's the it's the contestant's fault. It's the exposure to the wrong pronunciation. Yeah. Overall. We then see Gemma. She seems very happy with Davide's decision. However, she does tell Liam that she still wants to get to know him. I, for one, I can't really suss out whether this is continued interest or if it's just kind of politeness.
1: Yeah, it definitely felt like she was being polite. Nothing about at least the conversations that were shown in the episode to the viewers implies anything about her interest, in fact, it definitely implies lack of interest. I don't know if it was like exactly episode three or earlier or a year later, but other guys I explicitly remember Luca encouraging Liam to just like continue to pursue, and I'm just like where's is, where's is this encouragement coming from
0: because it's not there, man at this point I was very confused by that energy or at this point I was very just put off by that but I think later on we get more of an explanation in my opinion as to why he's so eager for Liam to continue pursuing Gemma so I guess real quick we actually also see our first date in episode three Davide and Gemma go off on their first date it is to make lemonade classic they start talking about marriage having babies. And when they return, they both seem to think they had a great time. Davide tells guys he is going in for the kiss, and Gemma says she's starting to lean more towards Davide than Liam. Wow! I don't know if that's really the biggest news blast for anyone. I think it's around this date where my
1: opinions on Davide really start to form. Where he's okay, he seems like a nice enough guy, family oriented. He is just. For whatever reason, I find incredibly boring. To be fair, I find Gemma incredibly boring also. Actually, well, you you started watching anime, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... When was anime brought up? Well, I'm just saying, Gemma seems like a... What's it called? Su- Sundir? Sundir?
0: Yeah, Sundere. Sundere. Sundiray. <laughs> She's totally one.
1: She's, like, constantly <laughs>
0: negging all of these guys all the time. <laughs> and I'm just like, dang. Oh my god, that is a hilarious term to just bring up. Why don't you share with our listeners a definition of tsundere? Okay, tsundere. After, clearly, after
1: reading all this manga, it has helped me pronounce nothing. Yeah.
0: But the definition Wait, of tsundere... Were you going to say tsundere? I did say tsundere, actually. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I already said tsundere, so I will emphasize it again. I mean, even that I tsundere it wrong.
0: is like a butchering of that word, but yes. yeah, go
1: ahead, Tsundere. So, what a tsundere is is this character trope mostly applies to, I would say, girls in manga or anime. But pretty much, it's someone who's really prickly on the outside, but on the inside, they're all like sweet.
0: <laughs> So, I feel like the best example that I can think of outside of anime of Atsundere is Mr. Darcy. For Pride <laughs> and yeah. You know what I'm saying, right? Like, on the outside, he seems so aloof and unreachable. Yeah. But yeah, actually, yeah. he's madly in love yes, and, like, exactly. he's so awkward. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're saying that that's how Gemma is? Gemma gives me those vibes.
1: I'm not saying, like, she's super interested in any of the guys so far. I mean, she's expressed interest in Davide, but that's just because she thinks he's hot, right? But right from the conversations that she's had, I, I get that vibe. And I am still hanging on to the fact that she has the best package by
0: far. So
1: I believe in her,
0: okay? I want her to pull through and make me really like her. So yeah agreed i mean i would like to like everyone yeah i just am not there yet all right so the next major plot point that for me was one of the funnier moments of this week loka <laughs> and andrew had this conversation where they were extremely polite and understanding to each other and they both agreed that they were both going to talk to toshka <laughs> they laughed so hard and then later that night andrew went into bed and told tasha that luca had a top three list and she asked if she was on it and he said no
1: (laughs) oh my god this is so funny i
0: i think this is sometime later or like the next morning when they wake up luca pulled tasha for a chat and confesses to her that he fancies her tasha asks luga straight up you know andrew said that you're not on my list even though he's telling her now she's right up there and they both realize that andrew has been playing (laughs) (laughs) them. you know you're in a villa with what 10 people it's amazing to me that you don't think that that is going to cause any problems if you're not being entirely truthful. I, in Andrew's defense, it truly seemed like he had a brain fart moment <laughs> where when Tasha asked, it was where just Where he of, conveniently forgot some information that was very unhelpful to him. No, not not forgetting where when Tasha asks, was just kind of like, oh, no.
1: <laughs> and I don't even think he like thought about the consequences. You know what I
0: mean? Well, what I actually find the funniest thing of all this is how are you getting upset at someone for not being on their top three list when the whole idea of them having a list of women that they're into (laughs) in this villa is already like so deeply cringy and horrifying? Like, wouldn't it piss you off that such a list even exists? I don't know. Just my two cents. I mean... uh... I'm just saying, you have a a Kenna coming in saying he just likes hot girls with butts. I just, I don't know if the expectation is that high, you know? I think it depends. I, I think there have been previous contestants who would be put off by something like that. But yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So long story short, this little confusion causes a bit of a tiff between Luca and Andrew, with Andrew insisting it was a mistake and Luca remaining unconvinced. And Tasha ends up also confronting Andrew very angrily. I mean, Andrew, for his part, he apologizes immediately to both parties pretty profusely. But it doesn't really seem to matter because Tasha ended up saying she wanted to slow down. Yikes.
1: I mean, I understand Tasha wanting to slow down, because it's literally the third day of a week. What I found real interesting, well, what I wrote down was... Wow, these people get into fights and make up really fast. <laughs> Lots of good vibe prayings. All right, relax and enjoy it a bit more now. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's, happy. All, right, like, so I it's shot, all about shot. having good vibes. Yeah, know? exactly.
1: That's all I want. Like, I
0: want you to be happy and not feeling like... Yeah.
1: And I kind of thought they'd have more people like Sue being like, I want to start drama!
0: <laughs> I do think that it has been unusually cordial between everyone. Yeah. It's unclear to me at this point if people are just hyper vigilant about what it could do to their brand if they're excessively argumentative or controversial right. on the show. Or if we just happen to have a main cast of people who are very difficult to ruffle and they're actually just that agreeable.
1: The other thing I did note was uh in the argument between Luca and Andrew, Luca was like, I just like don't understand why you'd put a girl like this through this much like emotional trauma that's not exactly what he said he said something along the lines of like i feel bad for tasha i can't believe
0: you would make a girl feel bad yeah god forbid you subject a girl to the tragedy of thinking she's not on luca's top three yeah list. i was like what is happening here it's a top three hot girl list out of five. Oh, that's fine <laughs> Anyhow, other main event, we find out that Liam, shockingly, has been chosen by the public to date both of the new bombshells. I was rooting for Liam to get a chance to date both girls, so hooray. If you just follow your instincts, you will almost always know what the public is thinking. (laughs) They're always like, who do we feel bad for? Let's send them on a date. Day four, we get to finally glimpse Liam on his dates. We get to see Liam on his two dates. Apparently, Athia is his type, but she says that he's too pretty for her, which, based on what Paige said earlier, I'm beginning to think is a kind way of letting someone down. <laughs> <laughs> You're too pretty for me. I'm going to well, put that one in my pocket for future use. I actually kind
1: of understood what Paige was saying because I rewatched the clip yesterday when I was putting together the social media stuff and she says that luca seems like the type of guy that would get all the girls when you go out and she just doesn't want to be with a guy like that pretty much
0: which i can understand jenny it's too late to walk back your love of luca oh my god okay just give up (laughs) accept defeat why am i being bullied in public like this is this (laughs) considered public (laughs) you did this to yourself what i should be bullying you but that's not how our relationship works. <laughs> no, somehow it never happens that way. Also, I just don't feel embarrassed about this. So, alrighty. Next, Liam has his date with Ek and Sue. Can I just mention real quick how awkward it is that they have both girls sitting there with their backs to each other, kind of? It's so weird. Like, they could have had the girls come in one by one. Yeah. But instead, he's. On a date with one girl, while the other girl has literally nothing to do but sit alone at the other table watching them, but <laughs> she's not even watching
1: them. their backs are to them, but I'm sure she's yeah. listening
0: to the whole thing, <laughs> right, <laughs> and then he's on the other date, and same thing. It's just so comical, and I don't recall that having happened in the past, which makes me think like they found out at the last minute that Liam was going on both dates and didn't have time to change it or something,
1: yeah i I'd still argue that the way they set it up is weird because even if it wasn't with Liam, it was with some other guy and Liam the dates would are organized in such a way which they could overhear each other the whole time. Which oh, maybe it's always like that though. Yeah, which I guess was probably intentional on the producer's part. Maybe they want to like secretly starve drama that
0: way, but it is so strange. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Ekansu seems to really like Liam on this date, but when they come back, she names two of the guys she's interested in, and she names Davide and Andrew, no mention of Liam. Afia says she, too, has a list of three people, apparently. She lists Donnie and Andrew, but then won't say who's number three. <laughs> well, I acknowledge the
1: fact that sue's out there to stir up drama, she doesn't want to make friends or whatever she says.
0: But she says she's not looking for seasonal girlfriends, which fair, I'm not either. You know who really did not take kindly to sue was Gemma. I'm not surprised. So sue finds out that Gemma is 19 and says that Gemma could beat her little sister in the villa, which to be fair, like, that is the same age gap that I have with my brother. And it's true. But Gemma is extremely offended. And I probably would be, too. Well, especially if you're both going after Day. I felt like it was a bit patronizing. And I just felt a bit like, uh
1: uh-huh. I don't know. It, it feels slightly intentional to me because Sue seems like she has quite good social skills. At least when she's, like, conversing with, especially the guys, she knows that she's, like, turning it up.
0: I think that she is effective at getting what she wants in an immediate, direct sense. But I don't think she's thinking about the long game. Right. Or the optics about of how she's going around things. Right. But as far as I can tell, she's not afraid to move fast and break things. And I think she's breaking a lot of things in the process. <laughs> and also... Even if she's getting a lot of attention, I don't know that it's going to have much longevity. But I guess we'll see. Right. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Whatever she's doing is definitely antagonistic in terms of making friends with any of the girls.
0: Well, she's laying it on factor 50 with Dabde. She made breakfast for him before joining him in the gym. Paige oh says that she and Luca cuddled. It's very common for the girls to announce what happened in bed the night before. And Ekansu says she didn't see it. I could not believe she said that. Yeah, I screamed. That was the first night
1: where they were like all sleeping together with like Ekansu Sue and Afia. And
0: the whole time, every time Luca got up, Ekansu would just little kisses. <laughs> That's why I hesitate to necessarily say she has extremely good social skills i i think she's very friendly but i think there's a lack of subtlety right i maybe good social skills is not the way i describe it
1: i just feel like like i was saying before i don't get great vibes amongst any of these couples and i can see at least there being some vibe between her and somebody which I do acknowledge is not necessarily related at all to social skills. But
0: I don't know. I want people to, like, want, I want to believe in some of these couples, you know? Like, make it happen. I think that's fair. I don't know that we've seen a strong couple yet. Yeah. So we get another round of dares. This time, Ekansu gives Davide a little dance. Paige ends up kissing Andrew even though she's still coupled up with Luca at this point. And they ask Tasha which guy she fancies the most, and she crawls to Luca. I guess Andrew is pissed by that because he ends up kissing Paige instead of Tasha when it's his turn. Right. So they end up having a little bit of an argument about this. I guess it's not even quite an argument. They have a conversation where it seems like Tasha both feels guilty about crawling to Luca and also annoyed at Andrew <laughs> true kissing yeah. Paige. But at least, I think at the very least, like, even though I think the jealousy is not the healthiest, especially this early in the relationship, it does indicate to me, like, there are actually, there's some level of interest between the two of them. I don't know. I
1: think Andrew is interested. I think... The impression I got from Tasha was that she knows that Luca is more interested in Gemma at this point, and I don't think she wants to be left with nobody, so she is in it to win it more with Andrew. Not that she
0: dislikes Andrew by any means, but more that you think she sees Andrew as just a safety school. Why did I call him that?
1: (laughs) Kind of. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. I have no idea what's going through their minds after all. But very soon after, I believe she friend zones Luca and then Luca's aggressively pursuing Gemma at this point. I felt like she felt like Andrew's kind of it for now.
0: Yeah, so to touch a little bit on the Luca-Gemma situation, earlier we had mentioned that Luca was encouraging Liam to pursue Gemma. And I was very confused by why he was pushing Liam so hard when it didn't seem like Gemma was interested. But when this happened, I kind of had like an oh moment where it seemed like maybe he was pushing Liam because he wanted to have the same freedom to pursue Gemma. I don't know. I don't fully understand that logic. I think he wanted either for Liam to like really make an effort and for nothing to happen and then to feel like he had permission or if not that, just to make it overall like an acceptable part of their fill-up culture. To pursue Gemma. <laughs> to aggressively pursue, yeah, Gemma specifically. No, to pursue someone who's already coupled up with someone else.
1: He seems like someone who's just going to go for whatever he feels like. And so I don't know if he's reading that much into any situation. Let's just put it that way.
0: I actually, my theory, which is a lot more pernicious is i think luka has been into gemma from the start but well, he has been into because gemma he and from the liam start. i think he's been very into her from the start but i think he has felt too awkward to pursue her with any greater energy because liam is his like
1: oh, best bro best bro i see yeah they got that frat click i still don't understand why he would encourage liam to continue to pursue gemma though
0: Told you my theory. It's like if Liam really fails, then. Ah, I see. I see. It's open season. Ah, okay.
1: Oh, okay. So he
0: just wanted to see. I could be entirely wrong. Maybe he really just doesn't think further ahead than five minutes at a time. Based
1: on, like, the episodes, though, everyone knew Luca was into Gemma. Everyone knew Liam was simping for Gemma. I'm pretty sure earlier, like, one of the first things that happened in episode four was that the girls are laughing at how much Liam is simping for Gemma.
0: (laughs) So, like, I don't know how secret any of this stuff is. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I guess he was at least politely reining himself in. (laughs) See what I did there? (laughs) Now that Gemma and D- Davide don't seem as stable mm. <laughs> as before. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Luca gallops right More in for the jokes. kill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Davide does not seem happy about this particular development, but I don't blame him.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I understand that you're in this pressure cooker situation and... You know, but at the same time, he's known Gemma for, what, two days? And at least from everything I've seen on screen, not great vibes overall.
0: I think the thing to keep in mind is just no one ever really wants to be not in a couple or not in a stable couple here because that means your time in the villa is at risk. Right.
1: Well, with the numbers as is, the girls would probably be more concerned. Davide is going to be fine.
0: With the numbers as they are right now, probably, but the eliminations can happen in a surprising way on the show. You would be surprised. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so moving on to day five, we have Davide pulling Gemma for a chat. She he wants a bit of an explanation, and she says she wants to get to know Luca. This gets Davide really fired up because <laughs> apparently Luca did not tell Davide he was interested in Gemma. This way, everyone knowing. <laughs> He has seriously violated the bro code. Oh, my God. I cannot. What do you think about this argument, Jenny? I don't even know if I have an opinion on this argument. I just thought it was entertaining. <laughs> it gets pretty
1: intense. Yeah, they're, they're, like, upset with each other. Well, namely, yeah. is upset, and then Luca's kind of like, I don't care. Uh, I don't know. I don't really understand the bro code. I don't understand what they're trying to do here. Like, Luca's earlier argument with Andrew about how he quote-unquote lied about his top three girls or whatever, and Luca was all up in arms about that. Whereas, in this case, he's totally not up in arms about him not telling Davide he's into
0: Gemma. I just... It is funny. I think a recurring kind of argument that comes up on the show is... Something will happen where one person disrupts a couple and the person who is on the outs ends up raising an argument based on the process and procedures that were violated. <laughs> when we know that something else is up, it'll be like, but I just don't like how you went about it, you know, as opposed to I'm deeply hurt that the person I'm in a couple with likes you now. Yeah, well, Davide is getting close with uh, Sue anyways. Is Davide getting close to Ekinsu, or is Ekinsu sitting on his shoulders while he does squats? By far,
1: my favorite part of the entire week by a long shot.
0: The workout was, um, intense. Um, can I just get a it fan? It's getting hot in here. I literally had to cover my face while sitting in my living room watching it alone. I was screaming. I'm not kidding. The fact that Ikenna just rolled <laughs> on the floor laughing
1: actually really endeared me, endeared me to yeah. him. I was like, you know what? Stock is rising. I like him so much more now. The fact that he <laughs> this is as embarrassing as I think it is. And yeah.
0: it It is funny because I've seen so many cringy attempts at flirtation on this show. And I think this is probably... The single cringiest moment I've ever witnessed. I can't think of anything else right now. Just to recap for any listener who doesn't remember
1: this iconic scene. In my mind, this is iconic scene. This is the second time that Ekansu and Davide work out. And this time, he's like, you know what? I'm going to do squats
0: and then you can sit on my shoulders. And then that makes it sound like he's driving the interaction. He's at the gym and she shows up. (laughs)
1: Is that what happens? I thought they have like a gym appointment together.
0: Oh, well, I think she made that appointment. Oh, I see. But fair enough. But he's the one who chose to put her on his shoulders. It's true. And proceeded it's true. To spots. He asked her how much she weighed. Oh, my. She God. told him. God. He nodded curtly and then put her oh, on his shoulders. Nodded curtly? <laughs> they were writing fanfiction. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Now I'm like, did he nod curtly or did he grunt? Oh, no. He agreed darkly. Oh, no, please. No more. She let out a breath. She didn't realize she had been holding. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: I love the old standbys. Yes, they're always good. The first time that, well, I should say the only other time they exercise together at the gym Gemma actually was like, "I can't look at this; it's too cringy." And then I believe she left. Even just normal exercise was, for what it's worth, I agree with Gemma—very cringy to watch. But this was just truly the next level.
0: I think I see one of these like attempted flirtations by asking for a personal training session every season, but it's truly never risen to this level. This was so funny. That is a recurring trope on this show, though. Okay. yeah this is peak entertainment so to wrap up the final i would say like large surprise to me from date five is liam comes around he says he doesn't feel like he has been 100 percent himself in the villa and because of that he is planning to leave it's surprising and it's also not surprising because i kept wondering what liam was thinking about luca and gemma being an item and this kind of confirms that he's not feeling that great Mm. uh, about losing Gemma and also being rejected by Mafia and Ekansu.
1: Right. I was wondering if he was going to stick it out for another week because at least with the numbers as is, I'd assume maybe a woman Islander would leave and then new
0: people would come in. But... I think that's a fair assumption. There have been... Guys, girls who have been essentially single for, I want to say, as long as maybe, like, halfway through the show, maybe longer. And they, have like, really stuck it out. Yeah. He really threw in the towel, in my opinion, prematurely. This moment actually made me like him less because it made me feel a little bit like he might feel entitled to getting more attention than he has gotten him. villa so far it just made me feel like he should have a thicker skin than this because you know plenty of other people have been in the situation and in it for longer than he has right that being said i also think you know at the end of the day if it's really not good for your mental health to be in the situation you should take yourself out of it
1: yeah i agree and
0: i think he recognized there are probably other people who would want to be there more than him and because he left you end up having one more spot for an islander than you would have otherwise right it's probably the right move ultimately
1: if you just think about it from a sheer time perspective it's only been a week i get that he's not that interested in any of the girls that are there and none of the girls seem to be that interested in him for now but it really is only just a week that being said i can only assume they were picking people that are pretty used to getting a lot of attention from the people that they want attention from i should say so maybe it does have him feeling down
0: well either way we say goodbye to liam or the islanders say goodbye to liam i certainly never did and we have recoupling for the end of the week and i actually think it's interesting the order of recoupling ceremonies because they seem to have quite a bit of significance. Luca gets to choose first, and he chooses Gemma, and then Davide chooses Ekin Sue. Because of this order, I kind of feel like we almost will never know if Davide would have chosen Gemma had he had the opportunity. Can I just say, Davide says a great line where he says, "Apart from the perfect body, there's also something more to me." <laughs> <laughs> okay I changed my mind no I don't the number one moment of this week was Sue on Davide's shoulders yes, at the gym of course but the number two moment of this week was Davide talking about his own perfect body yes <laughs> all righty so with that we have Athia and Paige left single but neither of them are dumped from the island and that brings us to our final question. So, Jenny. Yes. Who of the current islanders would you graft? I
1: mean, we didn't get to see much of Afia, but I like her. I don't truly, I don't foresee her lasting on in the villa that long, potentially. Based on the fact that, like I was saying before, she seems like a girl's girl more than a guy's girl. And for what it's worth, these guys don't look like they're looking into girls' girls. I could be wrong. You could prove me wrong. I don't know. It's my first time watching. But
0: yeah, she seems really nice. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think for me, if I had a list. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Who's in your top three? Uh, so My top three. Uh, my top three would be Paige, Afia, and Akena.
1: Akenna's rank has risen just because of how
0: chill he's been, and also the way he laughed at Ek yes. and Davide Priceless. made him yeah so much more attractive. I agree. I agree.
1: He's like representing the audience, the viewer in this situation, <laughs> and it's great. We didn't talk much about Paige at all, probably this episode, but Paige definitely grew on me too. She's definitely not pleased with Luca recoupling with Gemma. And it seems like it's not even necessarily that she likes Luca that much or anything, but obviously she just doesn't want to go through that kind of rejection. And the fact that she takes it with such grace is, I think, great. And yeah, I feel for her.
0: Yeah, I like Paige. I think she's very. Reasonable, generally like very just welcoming and warm yeah. to everyone. All right, Jenny, who would you pie? Uh, you know, for what it's worth, I find Luca's behavior pretty sus throughout. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, here it comes. Trouble in paradise. <laughs> pie is like probably too aggressive of a term, but Davide is really boring outside of this workout session. Yeah, I can't stand Davide. I would pie him. Yeah. Yeah. I would buy him so hard. Yeah. But uh, he provides immense entertainment value, so I wouldn't actually want him dumped from the island. Who do we think should not recouple? And who should? I was actually kind of
1: hoping Akenna would go for Afia just to shake it up a little. But I knew it wasn't going to happen. To be fair, we haven't seen a lot of scenes between them, but I'm not fully sold on Dami and Amber. I'm not really fully sold on any of these people.
0: I- yeah, I don't think India and Ekenna should recouple. Yeah. However, I couldn't actually tell you who I think we should recouple with. Yeah, exactly. Which isn't very helpful. I guess I actually am pretty satisfied with Luca and Gemma together. It actually makes a ton of sense to me that she would kind of realize that Luca is closer to the kind of guy that she would get along with. Yeah. At least from the interactions between them, it
1: definitely seemed like the best vibes from Gemma's side. Yeah, and she said he was funny. Yeah, the conversations weren't really flowing with the other guys, but
0: at least with Luca, it definitely felt, at least there was something there. You know why? It's because his last name is Bish. (laughs) That's character forming. (laughs) I, I'm so serious. No, no. Okay. You know someone teased him about that growing up. Yeah, he's really leaned in.
1: I went I went back and was looking through the clips. And in his introduction video, he was wearing a fish shirt. Did you notice that? I did not know. That.
0: <laughs> but you would love that. You would love that. I now just, I know why you're obsessed with him. Just, what is? Why am I still being made fun of like this? Alright, on that note, it's time for our Strangest slang. Our episode today is brought to you by the word kutch, which is a Welsh word for cuddle or hug. According to BBC, it's also so much more than that. Its second meaning is cubbyhole or cupboard, a small space in which to store things safely. Can I just say it's so weird to be like, it's so much more than that? It also means cupboard. <laughs> all right
1: i'll keep this in mind for next time to be on the lookout for some strange slang. and in the meantime i will be using bling 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 baby (laughs) um you can email us at kissingstrangerspodcast at gmail.com and we also have tiktok and instagram and twitter kiss underscore strangers We've been your hosts, Annie and Jenny, and this
0: has been another episode of Kissing Strangers. Tune in next time for the latest developments in your favorite content. And until then, don't Don't be a stranger.